This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. The um, next section of the Rambam is called Hilchas Deos, and it really is a very, very fascinating um, choice of name, I guess. It's unusual because the um, what, what the Rambam calls Deos, no one else, I believe, calls Deos as much as they call the Midos. And basically, in a, in a big picture, what the Rambam is describing, this section are what we would call Midos Tovos, which, for better or for worse, is all sorts of small sweeping activities that are appropriate for a person to do and ought to do and so on. So, the, also, what is interesting is the Rambam puts on the Hilchos Deos a, a few mitzvahs and averos that are sort of more broad and some are more specific. For instance, the first two mitzvahs the Rambam does Lidamas Bidrochov and Lidovik Biyodov. Lidamas Bidrochov means to emulate God. The uh, imitating, emulating God is um, an obligation. It's learned from mitzvah. The Rambam in general, the, the halachas that he brings, build themselves around psukim and around specific commandments, and the Rambam in his halachas, in the whole Mishnah Torah, is describing that. So, Lidamos Bedrochov is the first one, that's kind of a very broad one. Lihidovik Biyodov is a... Uh, type of mitzvah like that also to be close to those who are close to Hashem. It's wonderful, it's nice, but you know, not specific points. Also kind of broad in general. Then he starts becoming more specific. To rebuke somebody. That's kind of specific. Not to embarrass somebody. Not to pain those who are unfortunate people. Also in itself a very fascinating description because the Torah speaks specifically about um, a widow, an orphan, and the Rambam here extends it to be a, uh, a general klal, not to cause pain and suffering to people that are in unfortunate situations. Um, even though there doesn't seem to be a more specific, uh, uh, the, the Ram doesn't give any more general cases when he actually spills out spells out the halacha. But here the Ramam speaks about not to cause hurt and pain to people that are unfortunate. So rochel means not to speak lashon hara. That's um, quite specific. The, the Chavetz Chaim has very very specific halachas for it. Not to get revenge. I could hear that that might be more general. But any rate, this is something where the Rambam is dealing with a mixture of some halachas that seem to be broad and sweeping. We'll see the significance of that as we go on. And some that are quite specific. Okay, the Rambam starts. Perikrishan. Aleph. Deos harbe yeshkol People have um, very, very specific deos 
and they're very different. They're very different than each other. There's a person who gets angry is easily a very incendiary personality. A person who is very thoughtful, very rarely gets angry. will get a little upset once in many years. There are people who are very, very haughty. Some people are extremely humble. There are some people that are big balitaiva. Some people have a certain tahara, certain purity of the body. They don't they, they don't crave for things that they uh, normally would like. And then he goes on and lists a few of these um, the extremes. There are those who can't get enough money and that those who really don't care for money and sort of are very frugal to an extreme. Some people starve themselves and don't eat anything of their own. They don't want to touch, you know, they're, they're like very, very frugal and some are extremely reckless with their money and so on. Now, first, the Rambam's use of the word deos. So I would like to describe deos as perhaps meaning attitudes. In other words, the emotions that we talk about are really expressions of a certain attitude. When I tell you, please pass the salt, so that means a very specific item, please pass the salt, that's what it is. If I'm very annoyed with you, and upset with you, and I say, place the salt, like sort of what's wrong with you, um, I'm expressing more than just the tone of the voice that I'm using and the the, 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 value, the the level, the volume, and so on. I'm also coming with a certain attitude that you are terrible, that you don't pass the salt and don't look and see what I need, and so on. There's a certain preliminary attitude that you ought to be at my beck and call. You ought to do this. Um, a person who's meek, overly meek, and he's got an attitude that everything can hurt him and everybody is out to get him. I think a, a lot of what we would call middos and we sort of automatically think of the emotional component, <coughs> that's an expression of an underlying understanding of something. How, what's, how do I understand a situation? How do I approach the situation? That's why I think maybe Deus is a more, it, it's a preparatory type of underlying attitude that's expressed in, in these middles. Maybe that's why the Rama used the word Deus. Now, but the Rama starts by saying there are many, many different Deus in a person. And meaning there are many, many, each people have extreme variety of different attitudes and so on. And then there's a middle daya, which is equidistance from both. Now before we go on, even the beginning of it, of the Rambam, is kind of um, strange, the introduction. Uh, it's like, imagine the Rambam would start Machalas Asuros, there are many, many different types of foods that you could possibly eat. Some are kosher, some are treif, and some depends on how you make it. I mean, yes, tell me that there are certain dales that are good and certain dales that are not good. But 
don't start with the sweeping statement. There are many, many different personality types, and you know, by people ranging from all sorts of whatever it is. Yes, that's the given. Um, you know, if a, a person, imagine start Hills to a bear, there are many, many types of women that a person could choose to marry. Some is a mitzvah, some is an avera, and some depends on whether or not uh, she's Tahar or whatever it is. I, I, you know, there's no need for introduction. Um, I think what the Ram is saying is these are inborn traits that we need to use them as they are. And we'll see in a second what it exactly is. The Ramam says, in each of these deos, there is a middaya, which is a equidistant, equally far from both of them. So before we go further, <coughs> um, the Ramam is now setting up that the, the, for the next halacha that we have many deos that are opposite of each other, and many, and then there is another set that is equidistant to that. So in every in all our middos, we know extremes, extraordinary um, anger, extraordinary apathy, um, extraordinary appetite, extraordinary lack of appetite or apathy also, and so on. Then he says, so he says there's a mid one. V'chola deos yesh, now as far as these days go, yesh men deos and ladim v'chaz gufo. Some of those are the givens. This is how the person was made to start with. V'yesh mehen deos she tivo shal adam zem mechuven there are some days that a person has more of a propensity for it. There are some of those that he picked up from surroundings. Or he um, himself decided that this is good. Heard from someone. So the Ramam says there are three or four ways in which these deos came to a person. Naturally born, um, raised in a certain way, um, has a propensity for it, and life brought it out, um, picked up from other people, decided on his own, and so on. Um, what do I need it for? It's like saying tray for food, some tray for food... Um, you naturally find, like you shecht an animal, you find treif, some treif of foods you prepare that way, some treif What's the point of all this? So obviously this is going to be important when we deal about corrective measures and what it takes, because um, as we'll see later, this is very much to what the mitzvah of Deus is. Now the Ramam says, Gimel, Shneik Tzavetz HaChok Zumi Dea the two extremes are not good. A person should not go on those drachim and should not teach it himself. And if he finds his nature is sort of biased in one of the directions, if for whatever reason a person finds that he's 
gone towards one of the extremes. He should go back to the Echatovim, and this is the straight road. Now, um, and then he says again that the is this mida benis that we're talking about. It is that which is um, equidistant from both extremes. And it's not close to either one. What does the Rama mean? Um, first of all, just this kind of trite um, injunction to do everything in moderation. It's a type of advice your mother gives you. That's wonderful. Your grandmother gives you that advice. But that's not... The Torah doesn't write about this as being the wonderful. And I, I, I want to... Let's flesh this out and say... Uh, and, and see how this works. Being angry. It's possible to be angry all day long. You know, from the way I open up my eyes, I yell... I could yell at my wife. Uh, well, why didn't you wake me up earlier? Why didn't you wake me up too early? Why is there no coffee ready? Um, I can then proceed to go to shul and yell at everybody in the shul and be upset that they're driving too quickly, too slowly, um, uh, coffee's not good, whatever you want. And I can yell all day long. So I assume that if I have, you know, 16 waking hours, I can yell 16 hours. I can not get angry at all. So the average that's equidistant both would be eight hours. Does that mean I should be upset eight hours a day? Let's take the appetite one. A person can fast all day and not eat. One extreme. If, let's say, I sit and stuff myself all day, I assume I could eat, I don't know, uh, let's pick a number, I could eat four pounds of meat if I sit all day long. So is the midpoint two pounds of meat? And what do you mean it's equidistant from both, as far from one as it is from the other? What exactly does it mean? So... What it means is, let's take another muscle. Um, imagine um, I'm taking a shower, and water comes in the following in the following uh, range. The coldest water is zero degrees centigrade or 32 degrees Fahrenheit. That's the coldest water. Anything colder than that will freeze in the pipes, and it's not going to come down out of the shower. The hottest water is 100 degrees centigrade, 212 degrees Fahrenheit, and that will, anything more than that will become steam. It's not going to come out as water. So neither a shower of 0 degrees or 100 degrees is satisfactory. 50 degrees centigrade or um, 106 degrees Fahrenheit are not pleasant showers. So the truth is, it, it, the idea of middle is very, very different than that what we've said. The, the, um, it means that when I take a shower, I am not a physicist exploring the properties of water, how hot it gets, how cold it gets. I take cold water and I take hot water and I use it in the proportion that will make me feel good. It's got none to do with the water. I need X amount of heat and X amount of cold that together give me a sensation that I find to be positive. That's what a midpoint is. 
let's go back to the eating. I cannot eat because I'm upset at myself. Um, you know, I've got some sort of issue. I try to show something. I'm trying to do some whatever it is. That means the not eating becomes became some sort of end to itself. I can gorge myself. And that's also where the eating itself is giving me some sort of sense of whatever, comfort, satisfaction, whatever. When I, the midpoint is, has nothing to do with fasting nor gorging. It is, I use the amounts of eating and not eating that are appropriate in terms of what I can make use of. So, anytime I take the two different, um, so let's take anger and apathy. If I, in my relationship with people, um, anger and apathy have to do with me, they're my type of uh, qualities. Relating to people, I need to ask myself, how much do I need to ignore the things person? How do I need to display dissatisfaction? To what level? My kid does something. When do I need to act cool and just not comment? When do I need to comment? When do I need to comment harshly? All those midpoints have nothing to do with anger or apathy. They are an appropriate combination of the two in a way that it's being used for a very, very different type of purpose and that's what he means over here so the two tzavos the two extremes are not a derech tova they are not um, uh, in a good on their own it's something where the person is um, uses them the way a chemist would use different uh, chemicals in the proportion that he needs for something else at all so this daya is far from both sides, equally far. You know, it's got nothing to do with anger, it's not going to do with apathy. Or the figures of tamid. A person needs to keep evaluating these attitudes, or and weighing them and estimating it, This is something that the Rambam writes. In Mordechai, when he speaks about emulating Hakadosh Baruch Hu, the core point is that the person needs to use his das to weigh and measure what's the appropriate behaviors. The person should neither be an apathetic person or an upset person. He should be a thinking person who thinks of when is it appropriate to use emotions or not. Let's give an, a, 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 a simple example where you can get a sense of it. When I when I have a child of mine, a little baby, you know, especially like a first child, and everything the baby does is cute and funny, even when the baby does crazy things or stupid things. Um, you know, I laugh and think it's very, very funny and so on. I show my pleasure. That is not the way to do it. I need to think, is displaying pleasure when the child is doing something that he shouldn't be doing appropriate? Um, on the other hand, 
I come home and I have a very, very, I've had a tough day and I'm really letting off steam and my baby gets under my skin and annoys me. Well, the question is, what is the appropriate, should I, should I be displaying now um, anger? It's not. And therefore, I, I shouldn't. A person's avoda is step one. There's going to be two avodas over here. Step one of the avoda is to weigh, measure, and balance all the different um, hanhogos, all the different patterns of behavior. So I need to look at myself and say, you know, when people, when I'm around people, am I quick enough and respond to them? Someone reached out to me and says, hi, good morning, how are you? Do I respond? On the other hand, am I too pushy? Am I sort of um, running around from guy to guy and uh, campaigning for president? I, I need to ask myself, what am I doing over here? That's really the the um, that's really Dan Hugger that th- that's appropriate. So the most appropriate the the, sh- the first step, and we'll see later. There's a second step. The first step is to use your mind to evaluate what the situation calls for and to act appropriately. A person should not be um, somebody who, who gets angry easily and blows steam off. Nor like a dead person that doesn't feel anything. Neither of those two are appropriate. Elabainani. Baini means and he gives an example. Lo yichos ala dava gadol shavrol yichos alav. Kedesh asav yotzeh bepamacheres. Getting angry is a certain display of dissatisfaction, which motivates the other person. People don't like it when other people rang at them. So, so I need to say to myself, okay, what the baby did is it is it something that I need to show displeasure? The answer is yes. Then show it. I, I, it's not do I feel irritated or not. It's what does is the appropriate hanhaga in this place. Um, appetite. If a person does not have an appetite for things that are healthy for him, you can't digest it. Hashem gave us the stimulation of appetite so that we can get everything into place. Saliva and, and, and enzymes and stuff in the stomach and so on. That, that all kicks in. So a person needs to focus his um, appetite on things that are good for him. Um, appetite has its place, but my mind needs to say, it says to himself, should I be working up an appetite for X, Y, or Z, or not? Um, um, a person should not, um, a person should work only what he needs. That's something that the Rambam says. It's, it's part of, work can't become an end to itself. I need to work as much as fits the tachas of the work. That person is extremely matzliach and becomes very wealthy, and it's the norm. In other words, he's working within a certain framework. It also has a certain, you know, person can. But but if a person is a workaholic where you're just working without a tachlis, also not good. Then he says, 
a person should not be very stingy. Nor should he give all his money away. Recklessness. Even if the person is a kind guy and you always giving money and is always running around with, and, and so on, it's nice. It may be nice and alternative. It's still not a, a midatova. A midatova is that a person can measure out how much do I need to, to what do I should do money. In, in other words, the mind should dictate. He shouldn't be um, uh, lightheaded. But v'lo atzevonen nor depressed. Ela somer kol yomav benachas b'seipani office. He always should be in a pleasant mood, and also to other people. Person should be internally a pleasant upbeat, and a person should project it to other people. V'chein shade oisav v'derech zuhi derech chachamim. This is the derech of chachamim. The point that he's making is, it is the derech of those who use Seichel and Das to, um, to, to plan, to decide how they're going to act. There's an extraordinary letter from the Chazanish. It's, 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 it's a Musa Haskell. The Chazanish um, was, I, I, you know, from the letter it's hard to tell what, what exactly what the context was, but more or less th- there were People in Yerushalayim, obviously, who were upset about something or other that the government was doing, and they wanted to protest or do something or other. It doesn't say what. But the Chaznish writes as follows. This is a Chela Gimel of his, of his uh, Igris. That the heart of every God-fearing person is um, moved to your cause, in the way in the way to describe it but my as for myself being a person who's learned torah through such extreme difficulties i've learned to weigh everything with the scales of seichel and das and my seichel and das do not allow me to 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 partake in this action or don't feel it's appropriate to in other words, he's saying, I have no complaint about your emotion, which is justified. But the Seichel says, and, and he says, I have this from, I learned Torah through such difficulties. In other words, it, 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 my, I've trained to think and then to act based on my thinking, not on my emotions. And therefore, I can't participate. That is exactly what the Rama means. That the person's that the person's das um, provide the framework and his emotions fill them and that's their chachamim and certainly fits the chazanish's uh, certainly fits the chazanish and that's why it's called their chachamim kol adam shedeosav kolondeos beininess mutzosnika chacham a person whose deos are all like that is called a chacham now this is an astounding um, definition because we used to think of a Chacham as a smart person and therefore I could understand that Chachamim might do this but this person is called a Chacham so when we refer to Chacham we're talking about this 
the um, and you see it constantly in the Torah, the word chacham is not mean smart the way we would describe it in modern um, in, 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 in our parlance. It's not a person who knows a lot, can calculate quickly, and can see many steps ahead. It's somebody who uh, we would translate possibly as being wise. The person, the person is able to impose his understanding on um, his his understanding on the, his interaction with the world. It's not just that he does good because he's told to do good. First, does good because he's told to do good. He's a tzaddik. If we listen to the mitzvahs the Torah gave us, we're, we're with tzaddikim. Mean, that's wonderful. But a wise person means that my seichel governs my actions. And the place where it is most um, recognizable is over here. Because I can I can stimulate somebody to do good mitzvahs myself by emotion. And you know, rah, 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 and so on and so forth. But that doesn't make the person a wise person. It makes the person a righteous person. It makes the person a good person. When I get somebody to um, do things that Seichel says I should do, that's when I've been defined as a wise person. So this Derech Chachm over here that he's referring to is a person who is able to get his Deus into place. And it requires Seichel Das because mitzvahs maisius practical specific actions do this don't do this um a person can follow them in ways that are almost robotic it doesn't require much chachma to make myself appear at tzitzis somebody can fire me up and say how wonderful tzitzis are and how what a great mitzvah is what it does for you and i put on the tzitzis and that's that there's nothing about it particularly wise but how shall I interact with the other person? How much I assert myself? How much I back off? How much I display um, anger? How much I display satisfaction? How much I ignore him? All of those, it's impossible to legislate details. It's impossible. So all of it is going to have to be things that I am... Using my seichondas to keep weighing it and making a decision. That's why this mitzvah is unique, and that's why this person is called a chacham. Okay, we'll hold it here.